You're about to listen to a true story told live because this is True Stories Live. Brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. So, hanging by a thread, um, as everyone else did, I thought about the theme and I thought about a time I was hanging by the thread, and then I remembered that I got stuck in a lift once, so I thought I'd tell you all about that. Um, Unlike some of the other stories, it has a known conclusion, as I clearly did get out of the lift to be able to (laughs) speak here in front of you tonight. Um, So, back in 2019... Just pre-pandemic, I was... Well, it's not just pre-pandemic, actually. It's a year before the pandemic. I was on a school trip to Paris. And this school trip was the sixth-form history trip. And it's there's always a trip, I feel, in schools, which is the one that's bigged up, the one that, like, all the students go on, and they go, that was the best trip. And all the other students who aren't taking that subject get really jealous about, like, well, if I should have just taken history so I could go on the history trip, it makes all of it worth it. And that's because the history trip was run by two teachers, Mr. McFarland and Mr. Spencer. Mr. McFarland was the school's second master, so he was the sternest person in the world. Massively, massively intimidating, with a stare that would wither even the most insolent little boy (laughs) in front of him. (laughs) And, but he was the sort of teacher that if you were in his class and you got to know him, they actually ended up being quite personable and quite nice. Mr. Spencer had ADHD. I don't know if he knew that, but he definitely did. (laughs) He was one of the most manic people I have ever met. He, I think two incidents sum it up most. Um, He was teaching us about um, the Battle of the Somme and decided that in the middle of our lesson, we would get out of class, walk up to the field behind the school and start recreating that. (laughs) Which obviously was an immense amount of fun, but I'm not sure how productive it was to my learning experience. The second instance was when he, in sixth form, got so excited about the French Revolution that he kicked a desk and it broke. (laughs) It didn't even slightly break this desk. It didn't, like, a couple of drawers didn't fell out. The whole thing just collapsed. It wasn't a very structurally stable desk, but he was very excited. And Miss McFarland and Mr. Spencer had gone to school together, so they were best friends, and results on quite a lax atmosphere on this trip. So we go on the trip, we're staying in a little hotel place tucked away in Paris, and it's the morning of our final, like, full day in Paris before we get the coach back the next day. And me and my best friend Carrig, we wake up pretty early, Um, we were the first ones down for breakfast, we get in the lift, we go down to breakfast, we get out of the lift, we're having breakfast, we're having a nice little time. The teachers aren't even up yet at this point. Um, Just as we're leaving, we then go back into the lift. The teachers are just coming down out of it. We say good morning. Um, They barely say good morning. They're very not awake. They were having a few drinks the night before, Um, as we all were, to be honest. (laughs) So we get in the lift, and Carrick had been doing this thing during the week where, because some of the people on the trip were a little afraid of this jankety lift in this hotel, as we found out quite rightfully so, 
that Carrick had been, as a joke, just doing a little jump in the lift <laughs> as we would go up with like multiple other people. Not recipe for disaster in the slightest. And just, just making fun of them. And he had done this multiple times at this point, like a good five, six, seven times. So we get in the lift, and it's just the two of us, and he knows I'm not afraid of the lift, but he decides, oh, I'm just going to do it anyway, um, because I've done it every time we've been in the lift, and we're a big stickler for routine here. So we get in the lift, he jumps, and the lift stops. Not ideal. So we stand there for a moment, looking at each other, and just start laughing. And we don't proceed to finish laughing basically until we get out of the lift. Because to us, getting stuck in the lift is the funniest thing in the world because we weren't too stressed about it. Um, no one else was particularly stressed either. We gave Mr. Spencer a ring because um, he'd be giving us our phone number for emergencies. And we gave him a call. Uh, Mr. Spencer was, in fairness, Mr. Spencer was very stressed that morning. He'd gotten up, he'd gone down to breakfast. He wasn't stressed when he came down to breakfast, but the moment he got into breakfast, he became very stressed because they didn't have any Earl Grey tea. <laughs> so we phone up Mr. Spencer, and Carrig's on the phone to Mr. Spencer, and he goes, hello, sir, um, we, we, we've, we've got a little bit of a problem. And um, Mr. Spencer responds, well, frankly, Carrig, I think it can wait because they've run out of Earl Grey at breakfast. <laughs> Carrig proceeds to tell him that we're stuck in the lift, and he then proceeds to not worry about it that much. Um, he doesn't continue to not worry about it until our friend Katrina brings him some Earl Grey tea from her room. <laughs> at that point, he was willing to help take care of us in the lift. Unfortunately, there wasn't much he could do given we were stuck in the lift and he is not a mechanic. So I had to use the intercom to communicate with the person on the other end of the line who could come fix the lift for us. It's at this point I remember that we're in France and my GCSE French begins to fail me. My GCSE French that I scraped a passing grade on. So I have the most broken English communication with a bit of the very Franglish communication with this lift operator, at the end of which it finishes, and they go, right, we're going to get someone dispatched, they'll be there in about half an hour, at which point the lights in the lift turn off. <laughs> so previously we'd been having a little bit of a joke about it, we'd obviously been posting a lot on social media, Carragher put up his hood and been crowned king of the lift people. Lift people being me and him being king felt like quite a tyrannical move, but I didn't have the spoons in the situation. So, the event, lift people eventually come after 30 minutes of standing in the dark lift. Our phone's rapidly running out of battery. We're hauled up and we, like, crawl out of the lift. Like, there was enough of the lift out there to, like, get us out, but it wasn't, you know... Here was, here was the lift floor, and here was the floor and the floor above. So it was a bit of a clamber to get out, but we did eventually make it through, um, the lift being non-operational, <laughs> for the rest of our stay there, which, in fairness, was one day. As we get out of the lift, we also find out that someone has put their passport in one of the safes in the hotel room, which is a perfectly reasonable thing to do. You should definitely put your passport in the safe. It's an important item. They had then forgot the combination which they had put it in the safe with. 
So we get out to Mr. Spencer and Mr. McFarland running back and forth on the corridor, trying to desperately work out how to open this safe so this child can actually go home tomorrow. <laughs> I don't really have much of a moral to the story or any particularly neat or concluding ending other than the fact I got out of the lift and everything was ultimately okay. I think I would have been substantially more stressed if I was stuck in the lift on, the, on my own so I guess if any conclusion can be gleaned from that, if anything, is it's okay to be in a really kind of shit situation if you've got a good friend there with you. <laughs> Alex Curry! Thank you so much, Alex. True Stories Live is a story show and story finding project brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. For more information about all of the work that we do, head to our website truestorieslive.co.uk.